It's funny. If, if you ever want to watch Angel of the End Zone, I have the DVD. I'll let you borrow it. Oh, sure. Thank you. Yeah. I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll buy a DVD player so I can watch it. You don't own a DVD player? No, it's 2022. <laughs> All right. So the movie opens up with a game that is taking place in heaven because where else would this game take place? Babe Ruth is batting against Cy Young. And of course, the umpire is St. Peter. This podcast is brought to you by Podbean. Podbean is the easiest way to create your own podcast. In fact, we use Podbean to host Halos in the Infield. Download the free Podbean podcast app to start, record, and publish your very own podcast in just minutes. Podbean provides everything you need to run your podcast, and you can record and publish episodes directly on the app from your phone. Download the free Podbean app today. That's P-O-D-B-E-A-N. Head on over to Podbean at www.podbean.com and use the code PODCAST21 for your first 30 days of podcast hosting for free. Check it out! Viva Los Angelitos and Viva Podbean! And Viva Los Angelitos and welcome to Halos in the Infield. My name is Fernando Mendez. I am joined here by the legendary Steve Granado. You know him, you love him. You probably recognize his voice either from uh, Jay Sarah Catholic, uh, the junior Ontario Reign. He is the former host of Locked On Angels. You might have heard his great podcast, Our Game. And of course, he's also a movie expert, which is kind of why I brought him on from this, from his podcast, Movies I Should Have Watched, which he does with his best friend, Al. Steve, how are you? I'm doing good, man. Movie expert. Movie expert. <laughs> That's a stretch, but I'll take well, it. I'll take that one. Hey, there you go. I already have the thumbnail from you. That 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 yeah. that side face you There you go. There you go. <laughs> there you go. I'll get you another. <laughs> okay, I'm good, perfect. man. How? Okay, so I I got to get this question away at the top. Okay. Did did you name your show after this movie? You know what? It, it's funny that this was the first thing I thought about when Todd was like, "All right, I think this is going to be the name we roll with." I was like, "You mean is this after like the third uh, movie, of the trilogy?" He's like, "No, he didn't even know this movie existed." So I knew immediately he didn't. But you still went with it. Had you when when you named it? Did you had you seen this movie before? I have. Okay, so uh, let's backtrack to like Black Friday, like a decade and a half ago. So my like mom the first Black Friday. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Yeah, the, the one at biblical times. Um, yeah, we went. To, my uh, dad's family is from Modesto, so we went Black Friday shopping there. My mom wanted to get an iPad. And uh, she was like, go pick yourself something. And of course, you know, they normally have like the bargain bin for DVDs. And I saw a three disc trilogy set for Angels in the Outfield, Angels in the End Zone, which is the sequel to Angels in the Outfield. And then, of course, Angels in the Infield. So I watched this movie like 15 years ago. (laughs) Great. Wonderful. Congratulations. Yeah. It was forgettable. It was very forgettable. That's why when I was like, you know what, we should do this movie. I, I was, you know, I, I was super excited because I forgot how bad it was. And then I rewatched and I was like, that's why. That's why I don't rewatch this movie. 
Yeah, for sure. But uh, yeah, so we, we won't get too far ahead of ourselves. Uh, so real quick, Angels in the infield, as I did say, it is the end of the trilogy. Angels in the outfield was first. I think that came out like in 96. I think it was 94. Was it? Okay. And then Angels in the end zone and then Angels in the infield. So, so I, I didn't, until you brought that up, I hadn't remembered Angels in the end zone. I'd never, so I didn't know that Angels in the infield existed. Uh, aside from you and then i didn't know that angels in the end zone existed until like i looked it up before watching this and i didn't realize that and so they jump from baseball to football then back to baseball yeah it's funny if if you ever want to watch angel in the end zone i have the dvd i'll let you borrow it oh sure thank you yeah I'll, (laughs) i'll i'll buy a dvd player so i can watch it you don't own a dvd player no it's 2022 do you have a ps4 it's in the closet, man. I, there, okay, there you go. <laughs> okay, fair enough. So, yes, yes, baseball, football, baseball, you know. Sure. Logically, that's the way you should go. Hey, don't question Disney. Oh, I'm about to. Fair enough. Yeah, we should definitely question them after this movie. Um, so, this movie was a straight-to-TV movie that came out on April 9th, 2000. So, back then, like, straight-to-TV was, like, the straight-to-DVD. Right. That's, that's VHS, fair to say. VHS at this time, too. Yeah, that was kind of the awkward time. Well, you know. Fernando, let me stop you there. Okay. Because so, okay, so I, I watched this movie on YouTube for free. You sent me the link. I watched the, the movie, right? I'm not going to yes. get into it yet. But okay. so, like, 90 seconds into the movie, like, credits are still rolling. Take Me Out to the Ball Game is still playing. Correct. And I pull out my phone to, to like, find the imdb so i go to imdb and i search angels in the infield and this is this tells you everything you need to know nothing came up yeah, yeah it, was, it, it doesn't was if you go film. to the imdb app and google and look it up it doesn't pop up because this is an episode of tv yeah this it, is an world episode of, disney, right? of the wonderful world of disney <laughs> which is insane yeah yeah right then and there i was like what why did you make me do this? Like that, that, right away, I was about to message you, be like, "What are we doing? This hey, is awful already." It's it's still a movie. It is still a full length movie, in ninety minutes. <sighs> okay. <laughs> so so it's like a hockey game. Yeah, that's like, that's fair. That's fair. So um, the movie is starring Patrick Warburton. So I mean, that's kind of a get. Right? I, yeah, so I didn't know that until he popped that. I think that's when I pulled out my phone. I was like, okay. wait, 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 wait. I was like, that's, I was like, is that Patrick Warburton? I was like, oh my God. Um, is, that, is that the voice of Kronk himself? Uh, he was so also clearly, Buzz Lightyear, right? In the cartoon series. I think oh, he was, was Buzz he? Lightyear. I didn't know that. I'm pretty oh, wow, sure I he was. I didn't know that. Yeah. I didn't watch. I, so I wasn't really a Disney kid. Really? I was, I, especially television. Like, so I didn't, that's probably why I didn't know this. As I, I was very Nickelodeon. So I did oh. not watch Disney okay. Channel pretty much at all. I was I was almost always a Nickelodeon and like Cartoon Network kid. You grew up in Orange County. I grew up in San Diego. So I mean, was it weird to like not be a Disney thing kid? Were people kind of like what? Like no, Disney's, like, I mean, right like there, I was. I wouldn't like talk about it. It was just like I was watching, you know, like Rocket Power and Wild Thornberries and stuff like that, as opposed to watching like Lizzie McGuire or anything like that. Okay, I, I think I was on both sides of the street. I'd watch them both. You yeah. know, Rocket Power was my jam, but I so was Lizzie McGuire. Sure. So, sure. okay. Uh, so this movie has a 41% on Rotten Tomatoes and that's the audience score. There is no critic score. 
Yeah, duh. No critics watching this. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> what do you think it would have been? Do you think this would have been like near the bottom? Oh, this was a critic certified, one? certified rotten, like 10%. Okay. So I know this wasn't for your podcast movies I should have watched, but if it was, would this have been like the worst movie on that podcast that you guys have watched? Here's the thing about this movie, dude. Okay. Is like, it's straight to TV. It's clearly low budget. <laughs> and it's what? clear that like, I'm not going to say that nobody cared about it while they made it, but like everyone knew what they were making. You know, like you get that vibe. <laughs> it was just like, we all know what we're doing. It's just for Disney Channel. Like we're just doing it. Like it's just the job at this point. Right. Yeah. So like, it's hard to like get too harsh about it. You know what I mean? Like it's hard to be too mean. But at the same time, like, it's it's not a good movie. Um, it, I don't know if it would be, like, the worst movie because, like, again, like, all the movies that we do on movies I should have watched are movies that are, like, high, not, like, highly touted, but, like, people like them a lot. Uh, and, the like, B I don't movie. know anybody. Yeah, well, yeah, or, like, people talk about them a lot, but no one's talking about Angels in the Infield, right? So it's, like, yeah, not the right. same premise. Okay. But, like, yeah, so I wouldn't, it, I, I think it's two different camps in that regard. So I, I wouldn't say it's the worst movie or whatever, but, yeah, it, it's it's different. They're different worlds. Okay, so so you brought up IMDb. So the tagline on a, on uh, IMDb was uh, a group of angels trying to help a baseball team win a championship game, while at the same time helping to reunite the team pitcher's family. So I mean that's kind of the basic plot of this entire film. I think I like it sums the it up. The team's pitcher. Yeah. <laughs> the pitcher. <laughs> yeah, he's the only one. That's, uh, that's he's all the only guy you got. Yeah, I mean, in all fairness, that's kind of the way they pitch it throughout, right? Like, they kind of pitch yeah. it like, A, he's like the only player on the team, really. I mean, they don't really talk about anyone else much. And yeah, B, yeah. Even only... like, like he's like the key to success kind of thing, right? Yeah. And like, also at the same time, like, he's gone at the end, spoiler, for the end of the movie. But like, he's like, yeah, I know. Oh, no. I know. Uh, but like, he's like gone. And like, oh, no, now we're going to lose. It's like, I mean, yeah, I mean, you need good pitching. But like, how much is that really? Like. <laughs> yeah this guy went from like being like the worst pitcher in the league to like all of a sudden he figured it out i mean that's the way they were pitching it but yeah, uh, didn't he have think? a nickname like oh eddie something like is eddie everett is the name of the character i know that uh the 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 uh, ghost the angel was like bungler right they called him like bungler bob bungler bugler or whatever his name was i felt like i don't know i can't remember i watched it like a week ago so i can't really remember anything same anymore. i think i watched it the day before i was in chicago so i was yeah. like oh i need to cram this before um so this movie has a five out of ten on imdb very generous but but yeah, they always are yeah they, IMDb is always fair. generous that that's fine that's fine it, it might even be listed in their top 100 of all time i don't know <laughs> you never know <laughs> that's just hearsay um Okay, so on movies I should have watched, you normally always start with a game, but you're always the one putting the game together. So Steve, I wanted to flip the script on you and put yeah. you in the gaming chair. So you're on the hot seat now, okay? Okay, here we go, dude. I, I'll, for right. a year, 55 movies in, now I'm ready to roll. Perfect, so this is kind of like a two-part game. So let me set up the second piece here. All right, so... Question number one of this game. What was Disney's top grossing film in the year 2000? Because this was a Disney. Oh, oh crap. 2000. What came out in 2000? Oh, top grossing film. Is it? Oh, can I ask a question about this question? Okay. Can I get it? Like, I just like, is it a movie that like people still talk about? Like, is it a movie that's like decent? 
not really. Okay, so it's like kind of at like at least a rando. not on this coast. Maybe if you lived on the east coast in a specific region, mm. that, that's kind of probably a hint for you. You know, I mean, what regions right. in the east coast are people still talk like? Because like it, the first thing I thought of was ants. Yeah, but not a Disney movie. <laughs> that was that's DreamWorks, right? That is DreamWorks. Okay, but that's like roughly the era, right? Like we're early two thousands, yeah. roughly. Yeah, we're kind of. Oh God. Well, I don't want to say too much. Yeah, yeah, don't, don't, don't spoil it here. Um, I don't know, dude. Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll give you one hint. How about there like Halloween a... Town Two? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> the, okay, here, here's my one hint. There is a Disney ride based on this movie. Oh, like at Disneyland. No comment. Or Disney World or like one of the Disney parks. Yes, one of the Disney parks. And I will say it's a Disney park here in the States. Okay. So okay, so that's either Florida, California Adventure, or Disneyland. Yeah. Okay, there's a ride. Is it like Bugs Life, maybe? No. Okay, then I have you no give idea. Up? <laughs> All right. This is a movie that's pretty forgettable. Dinosaur. The movie. Oh, see, I never Dinosaur. saw that. But you know that it exists, correct? Yeah, I know that movie. Yeah, I, I immediately okay. can see the trailer. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but so I never saw. Gross, I never saw Dinosaur. It grossed one hundred and thirty-seven million dollars, which I mean is wow. still pretty low. <laughs> yeah, but I mean two thousand, and for a movie that's you know whatever. From Fair enough. All accounts by all accounts. Okay, huh. so using what little dinosaur knowledge you most likely have, now we get to this. So. I went on eBay and searched up three random toys that are available based off the movie Dinosaur. I am going to give you the description of the toy, all three of them, and you are going to give me a general price that you think they are going for on eBay. Oh, so we're price is riding. So I can't, so I can't go over. Correct. Okay. Okay. um, If there's a way that I can show you some of these without the price, I will. All right. So, McDonald's had dinosaur Happy Meals. I remember this vividly. And most of the toys they gave out were puppets. Okay. So there is a complete set of eight dinosaur-based toys. Four of them are puppets. Four of them are random toys. How much does this set go for? I will show you what they are. Covering the price, of course. Cool. So four puppets... (laughs) For uh, just generic toys. What do you think all of these are going for? Oh, my God. Uh, Don't include shipping. We're talking about okay, just the shipping, product. not include. But we buy it now. Are we doing buy it now? Yes. Or they do accept best offer in case anyone oh, at home is interested. <laughs> cool, 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 cool. I'll give you plus or minus uh, two. So that'll be so your ballpark. Like, so, are okay, are these like in, in, in case still? Or are they New like in open package. box? New in package. Wow. Okay. So these they've been hanging on to these for 20 plus years now. <laughs> yeah. They're hoping these were going to pan out at some point. Kind of like the yeah, baby craze. Yeah. never did. Exactly. Exactly. Right next to the cabbage patch kids. Yeah. Um, four toys. I mean, McDonald's toys like are collectible, but they're not like super, super rare. Yeah. So I'm going to go twenty six dollars. Twenty eight ninety nine. So you were very bad. close. All right. Price is right. There you go. Okay. All right. So toy number two, vintage baby Aladar. Aladar is of course the main uh, protagonist in this film. Hatchling plush dinosaur, Disney Mattel 2000, brand new packaging still available. 
Okay. Oh, that thing's hideous. <laughs> you don't mm. think he's cute? Yeah. No, not at all. Okay. Okay. In package, uh, fourteen ninety nine. I'm trying to see if I can read like what he's doing. Like in the photos, like he like you can turn him into an egg, kind of like by folding him uh. in. The little kid is like seemingly feeding him in this photo, so I think it's kind of like an interactive situation. Okay. Okay. Is that batteries not included situation? Uh, does not say. <laughs> But I mean, you know, it's two thousand, so I'm I'll, I'll okay. I'll up my price then. If it like is interactive, I'm gonna up my price to twenty one dollars. One twenty four. One hundred and twenty four dollars and ninety five cents. Get no one's buying that. Yeah, well, it's still available on eBay. Who knows how long it's been? On yeah, there. nobody's <laughs> buying that. All right, and the very very last thing. So kind of similar to the last toy. This is an interactive Dino Alive Baby Aladar hatching egg unused dated to the year 2000 so i don't know how familiar with like the baby alive series but they're interactive i remember those yeah 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 okay so this is the oh, make sure i'm covering the price this is the photo normal okay. size egg it hatches okay it does all that's that a pretty stuff. decent it looks like it's a decent size yeah so i'm gonna go i'm gonna go 44 dollars no 120 dollars what is happening? Who wants these? Who's buying these? I mean, clearly there must be a market. Or not. That's why they're still available. <laughs> I got That's one of three. Fun. Hey, there you go. It's not bad for yeah. a movie I've never seen. <laughs> That's fair. I, I can't believe you've never seen Dinosaur. I mean, it's been a very long time since I've, I've watched it. But, you know, hey, it's on Disney Plus. So, and it was hey, you know, you know, the, you know, the premise of the show. Yeah. <laughs> the whole premise of the show, you can't say I can't believe it and seen. That's the whole thing. Are you sick of sandpaper tongue? Do you prefer your sunflower seeds to be non-GMO, gluten-free, and without all that bullshit MSG? If so, do we have some good news for you. Introducing Chinook Cedary with some of the best sunflower seeds on the market. Be sure to check out all seven of their non-GMO, gluten-free flavors today. To help out Halos in the Infield, head on over to halosintheinfield.com and click on our sponsor link. Chinook Cedary. Carpe. Um, okay. So was it fun for you to play the game for once? Yeah, it's odd. It's weird. I, okay. I, I'm so used to being the host, so it's nice to be in the back burner. Well, there you go. You can uh, you can give Al uh, some reassurance that he's not the only one who struggles on these games. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> All right. Perfect. So... In movies I should have watched, after you play a game, you typically, before you go into the notes of the movie, you give a spoiler-free review. So, Mr. Steve Granado, what is your spoiler-free review of this film? The, the word film, doing a lot of heavy lifting there. Okay, um, of this TV episode. This extended this TV. This episode of television. This very go. special episode. <laughs> Oh, this movie's bad. I mean, like, again, I'm not going to hark. I'm going to try my best not to just, like, completely dump all over this film. But, like, it's very clearly not good. It's very clearly made for children. And, like, this movie, the problem I have most with this movie is it's not fun bad. You know what I mean? Like, it's not one of those, like, it's so bad, it's good. It's just bad. <laughs> um, everything is, like, super lazy I don't care about any of the characters. The acting's bad. The jokes are bad. Patrick Warburton's fine. Like, he's doing okay. Like, it's not Patrick Warburton as we know him. It feels like he's just going through the motions and, like, 
doing the bare minimum to be Patrick Warburton. And that's fine. Hey, you know, we all don't show up every day at work. You know, <laughs> sometimes we have uh, some bad days at work. Um, but yeah, this is like, it's, it's, it's a bad movie, man. It's just don't even watch. Like, there's just literally no point to watching this movie. Like my memory of angels in the outfield, while granted is through the scope of like a six-year-old boy, but I feel like angels in the outfield is like at least trying, you know, like it feels like it's trying and it felt like it had some charm to it. Again, that might be just like rose-colored glasses as a six-year-old or whatever, yeah. or a five-year-old whenever I watched it. Grew up with it. I haven't watched that movie in a long time. But, I mean, like, there's some pretty big actors in that, too. Yeah. I mean, a young uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, obviously, is in that. Um, so, yeah, like, by comparison, like, I, I do, these Angels in the Infield and the Angels in the Outfield feel very disconnected while also trying to stay connected. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I can't tell I can't tell if the people in Angels in the Infield know that the things in Angels in the Outfield happened. Like yeah. they keep, it's very like disjointed in that regard. So like, if you're looking for a Disney baseball movie, one, go watch the rookie. Like that's way better than both of them. Uh, just go watch the rookie. If you're looking for a Disney baseball movie, but, quite uh, uh, but just go watch Angels in the outfield. It's very clearly better. Like again, even with the six-year-old scope in my head, I know that movie is a little more competent than angels in the infield for sure. It's not better according to run tomatoes. I'm just saying. Oh, well, I have <laughs> Run better tomatoes isn't always right. I'm sure if I went back and watched Angels of the Outfield, it's it's corny, too. And it's like for kids. But again, this one just feels this one feels super low budget. Yeah. Yeah. So Angels in the Outfield to me was just kind of like synonymous with me being an Angels fan. You know, growing sure. up in, in, in San Diego, everybody liked the Padres. I was that one weird kid. You know, to me, the Angels have won a million championships because I've watched that movie over and over and over again. But like you said, like this movie seems like it's trying so hard to take the charm and the things that worked with Angels in the outfield and trying to copy it here, except they like yeah. completely belly flopped. It they just, like they like missed the point, right? It's like they missed the point. Yeah, correct. So like all three of the Angels movies have the whole, you know, arm flap situation. The difference is with the first film, for whatever reason, and like if you look up most inspirational moments in movies on YouTube, you will see that clip <laughs> from Angels in the Outfield. For whatever reason, though it was corny, in that first film, it worked. It made it worked. sense. You know, you kind of had that moment as a kid where you're like, this is awesome. You know what I mean? It, it worked with the film. And here it just made no sense. They well, just kept here doing it. The girl just did it. Like the little girl just like stood up and did it. Like, I, I, correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like there was a setup in the first one. Like the like the angels like told him to do it, kind of thing to make no, them no, believe. no. So like, in the first one, uh, that's how he would tell uh, George Knox that there that was, there an, was angel an angel nearby. There. there was an angel yeah, there. Exactly. Yeah. So he was uh, relaying the signal because remember George Knox like whispered in his ear, you know, seemingly yeah. probably saying something along the lines of, "Hey." tell Mel Clark there's an angel nearby. Yeah. So it did set it up. Yes. Yeah. There was, there was more reasoning behind it. This one was just like the girl just stood up and was like, I'm going to flap for <laughs> yeah. some reason. No, no one's done this in the first hour of the movie, but I'm just going to do it now for some reason. No, the worst part is like, she did it like repetitively. It happened like three yeah. or four times, but that and was like the time back, where everybody end, yeah. did it. Yeah. Like, what are so we doing? <laughs> they're trying to copy this super iconic moment. Dare I say in movie history, 
<laughs> and it just children's movie history <laughs> yeah okay sure. that's fair it just just did not work so yeah, yeah no i mean there, there's definitely better movies out there we'll get to it at the very end but yeah as far as a spoiler free review there's better movies to watch save yourself an hour and a half and you know what the fact that it's been on youtube for years and hasn't been removed tells you everything you need to know sure about this film yeah there are like they cut out some audio to avoid dmca stuff but yeah yes. at first i didn't know what was going on i was like dude is my audio off and then i yeah, realized I it, after i thought I it broke off. my tv <laughs> i was like oh no yeah. <laughs> did your girlfriend walk in on you watching this at all no i luckily watched it when she was at work okay she, would you have been like she, steve what are you watching well she knew i was doing this and i was like oh, i'm sorry like you don't have to watch this with me <laughs> typically we'll watch movies together you know because she hasn't seen a lot of the ones that we do for the show too but okay. this one i was like you don't you don't have to watch this with me i already know this is going to be excruciating yeah you knew because you immediately messaged me back you're like this is going to be bad yeah i was like oh great this is going to be great so without further ado let's get into it on that note that this is going to be great so quote yeah. him on that sure <laughs> all right so the movie opens up with a game that is taking place in heaven because where else would this game take place babe ruth is batting against cy young and of course the umpire is saint peter saint peter makes a really bad call babe ruth turns around is about to argue the call and saint peter simply says don't you dare start can okay, before all this though <laughs> the worst version of take me out to the ball game i've ever heard okay <laughs> is playing throughout this and like it just sets up this movie i went this is where we're starting and like the set that they're using too is very clearly on like a bad sound stage where they're using like cotton as clouds oh, yeah. and yeah. like all their wings while well, like hey like Shout out to the prop department. Like they made some pretty decent wings, but like those are some, those are something. There's something that they they had on their backs. But but our homeboy who we learn is going to be one of the main characters, uh, what was his name? Bob Bungler, uh, does not have his wings yet. I thought it was Bob Bugler. See, I got a Bugler. Bugler was it? Bugler, his nickname is Bungler because he okay. he was up and coming, remember? Yeah. They called me up and coming. Yeah, he was superior to Mark McGuire and Sammy Sosa because he doesn't have an accent. That is exactly what I wrote in the notes because that was his exact quote. Great. Mm -hmm. Enough to get canceled nowadays for sure. Hold, but hold in up. Holds up. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> but in 2000, it was okay. Um, okay, so Bob says he would do anything for just one more chance, seemingly giving us the premise of the film, right? you know this guy is going to get another opportunity to play baseball. He kicks his feet up to the heavens, and we see some generic baseball stadium. Did you know what baseball stadium that was supposed to Dude, be? Dude, immediately. You immediately. Did? I was like, this is Toronto. Right okay. away. I knew that. I, the second I saw it, I was like. It just didn't like, have the roof the yet? Yeah, this is the old, old Toronto stadium. Okay. See, I, I did Roger not Center. know. I did not know. And for those of you who This whole know, movie, whole movie was filmed in Toronto. Except for the front, right? It shows Edison Field. Oh, I didn't even notice that. That's yeah, funny. Yeah, it shows Edison Field. But the same thing happens in the original Angels in the Outfield. That whole film was made in Oakland. Oh. But, oh. like, there's a part in Angels in the Outfield. If you ever watch it again, near the end, where it shows an overview during the championship game, and it shows Angel Stadium. And you can tell because Rams were playing there at the time. So the okay. stadium was still enclosed. But when oh, okay. they go to like the scenes that took place in the stadium, it was Oakland. 
So yeah, this whole movie, at least on IMDb, says that it was all filmed in Toronto. The whole movie. Okay, it's really weird because when they zoom in on like the pictures mount, like that artificial turf looks like extremely fake, like in a soundstage. Yeah. Well, the thing is, too, is the blue seats was a dead giveaway for me. I was like, oh, well, this is an Anaheim because Anaheim's never had blue seats. No, no, never. Um, so let's see. So uh, it starts off. They're singing the anthem. The, the uh, a national anthem singer is like getting pelted by trash. Yeah. So Here, here's the great. thing, dude. Here's the thing. So we thought we brought this up a second ago, though. This whole movie is like trying to steal the beats, right? Steal the beats of the original. And like, it's not that it's a bad setup because the premise is decent, right? Like Angel wants a second chance at getting baseball. The angels need help. Like, and like they tried a, a, like a B story with the family stuff. And like, it just never was fully fleshed out, but that stuff kind of works, right? Like it's a decent setup. Problem yeah. is, it's like, it's almost the exact same setup as the first movie. It's like identical almost. It's like almost the exact same thing. So it's just like, Dot's going to be a watered down, not good version. Like just from the get-go when you write the script. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, the original starts off with the national anthem also. Yeah, it's like the same thing. Yeah, and then remember the guy, like the Jose, can you see joke? I remember that's in the first one. In the national anthem, like all the teammates are like talking trash about each other, like in their heads. Oh, that's the joke. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great, great, great joke. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was right. dying laughing. The, the best part. So people like, you know, I don't want to get into the whole politics of everything, but people are like, oh, like Colin Kaepernick kneeling during the national anthem was disrespectful. What would people have done if a player answered his cell phone during the national anthem? Yeah, that's People would implode. Right <laughs> Americans would implode. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's, yeah. Yeah, Not so our, our main pitcher, Eddie, literally answers the phone during the national anthem because, you know, why would he let it go to voicemail, right? Mm -hmm. To talk about stocks. Yeah, he's like, yeah, buy this, <laughs> sell that. Whatever. I was like, okay. And like, weird joke for like a kid movie. Yeah, like, you know, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, no one, no kid knows what that is. Yeah, people are like, stocks, what is it? Like, you know, yeah, you think it would have been something more like relatable? You know, like, oh, hey, we got you tickets to Disneyland. Do you want it? Yeah. That would have been more. Other than that. The kids would have been like, oh, yeah, I would have answered the phone, too. Wait, so this is the part, too, where where uh, Bob drops the newspaper from heaven, right? Which, yeah. which I went in my head. I was like, wait, so does heaven interact with the real world? Like, it really brought up a philosophical question for me where I went, what? Well, it happened like, several times, right? During the film, yeah. where, like heaven and then, like, interacts with Earth. <laughs> and then never again. And yeah. then never again. They don't even like bring it. They don't even try to explain it. It was just like, yeah, he drops the newspaper and he's like, it like lands in the stands, right? Yeah. And then and then he falls later. Like he falls down to, to Earth. Correct. <laughs> I was just like, wait, is that how this works? I was, yeah, you're not supposed to think about it. Just yeah, let it happen. He's like super hard fake clouds. There's just a random circle yeah. he falls through. A random yeah. gap. Zero translucency. No. Yeah, yeah. none at all. But yeah, this uh, is where we see Patrick Warburton. And that's when I went, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, holy crap, Patrick Warburton. Because I didn't look anything up before this. I literally okay. just put the movie on. Okay. That's usually yeah. how I do it. I usually don't look anything up. I just put it really? on. And that's what I did. And then, okay. oh, and holy crap, it's Patrick Warburton. That's clearly where all the budget went to. 
<laughs> oh, 100%. But I mean, at this point, too, he's not really Patrick Warburton yet, you know? That's fair. That's fair. This is yeah. kind of like where, like the beginning of his relationship with Disney, right? Because this is like, what, is this post Emperor's New Groove? I, I, it might have been, right? Uh, Emperor's, Emperor's New Groove came out the same year. In 2000? It came out in 2000. Oh, it's crazy. Yeah, because I still lived in, uh, I still lived in Bakersfield. So this was like super young Fernando. Let's see. I'm looking at his IMDb. Okay, so he had been on Seinfeld already. Okay. Uh, Grace Under Fire. Some other stuff. Some smaller stuff. Some a lot of TV. He was on a lot okay. of TV before this, which is fitting, I um, guess. <clears throat> yeah, and then at this point, I don't know any of these shows, but like he's doing a lot of voices. I mean, he's got an incredible voice, but he's doing a lot of like TV voiceover work. Um, but it looks like if if the Secret Files of Spy Dogs is not a Disney property. <laughs> Um, it looks like this is his first Disney credit because, really? and you are correct. He, he is Buzz Lightyear of star command. He plays little green. He plays the little green men. So I guess that's the army man. I thought he was Buzz Lightyear himself. Oh, I don't know. At least in Buzz Lightyear star command, the adventure begins in oh, 2000. Wow. So this, yeah, this is, this is when he's starting his, his Disney relationship. Yeah. This is, bef- this is pre, uh, pre Soren, California before he gets that (laughs) that all leads to that yeah shortly after you know one of the only rides worth doing like opening day california adventure (laughs) there you go so yeah he became a he became a disney icon after that you know for sure disney mount everest after that um or not disney mount everest uh what am i mount disney more yeah there you go Okay. It's okay. So th- when they so the let's talk about the mo- the mom's relationship. Okay. Can we talk about the mom? Please. So the mom is played by who is that? Okay. Let us introduce all the characters. So that's Britt Irvin, who's playing Laurel. That's his daughter. Correct. Then we meet Kirk Fuller, who plays Simon. That's the agent. And then uh, who's way too involved? Is, may I add? Yeah, he's well. That's kind of the thing, and he's also kind of yeah. like a butt end of the joke kind of character, like comic relief. <laughs> Yeah. And then Rebecca Jenkins is playing Claire Everett. That's the that's the ex-wife. So I have a problem with this character. Okay. I think this is this is my main problem. Like, and this is the laziest the movie gets, I think, is her character, quote unquote, arc is nothing. Like she hates Eddie for kind of no reason. Oh, by the way, his it's Eddie Steady Everett. That's his nickname, Eddie Steady. Perfect. Um but so like she like hates him and I get it like they're divorced or whatever, like ex, ex-wife, ex-husband. But there's 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 no like reasoning for her hatred of him. And he's not doing anything like he's a, he's a professional baseball player. It's very much like the the mom who or like the wife who's like husband is a policeman. You know, it's just like you have to work again, like that kind of thing. But he's a bad dad. Remember, he wasn't involved. Yeah, he was involved because he's a professional baseball player. Like, yeah, he, he has to be there 162 days out of the year. Yeah, well, the, but the movie pitches that he's a bad dad. You know? Yeah, but that's what I'm saying is like, and, and then for her to flip at the end, yeah. for her to like love him for, and like be interested in watching the game now, like in class, because she's like a teacher, like a professor, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, for her to like, wa- like steal the TV away from the student to watch the game. And she's like yelling in the, cl- like, I just don't get why she cares just because the team is playing better. Like now she likes him. It's, well, it because makes now no he's sense. involved with the child. Because remember, there was some disconnect there. 
it's weak. It's weak is what I'm getting. At. Very weak. <laughs> oh, no, I agree with you. I mean, the, the yeah. plot was horrible. Yeah. Speaking of horrible, so Eddie Everett, in, through 15 games, was two and seven with a 6.55 ERA. <laughs> yeah, yeah, cut to the pen at least. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, so that wasn't opening day? No. No, oh, I thought that was opening day. It doesn't exactly express what time of the year is, but I mean, 15 games, you're pretty deep into the year. It's probably. Yeah. It's yeah. If he's pitched 15 games, like we're all-star break. Yeah. We're, we're all-star break getting pretty we're close. Getting, to yeah, the we're close like we're, we're voting. We're voting on all-stars for sure. At this yeah, point. Eddie, Eddie's not making any, it the 6.5. Any votes, no. He's not starting for the American league. No, maybe one day, but they are. Okay. So they are wearing arguably my favorite angels jerseys though i love the wings logo and i know that people hate the wings I, logo but they're wearing the wings logo in this bad boy i do too i mean that's kind of my era of, of the angels growing up so you know what i mean yeah. i kind of have a fondness for it i know a lot of angels fans don't but you know it's a lot of the older fans i know a lot of the the people who are roughly our age are all about it so yeah i'm about that so uh, okay so to back on the mom back on okay. claire everett so she wants the wants Eddie to like watch Laurel, right? Like Correct. you're going to go stay with your dad. Yeah. Cause she got a new so, job or something. Yeah. But so she hates him. So why would she like, why would her first idea be go stay with your dad? Well, remember it was hate. eventually revealed that Laurel wanted to stay with her dad. It was Laurel's oh. idea is what it eventually gives us. So, huh. you know, if your daughter wants it, I mean, what are you going to tell your daughter? Like, no, you can't hang out with your dad. I mean, that's probably feasibly what would have happened in real but, okay, life. But does, but does she, does she want to hang out with him? Because everything, like once they, like, let's go to like the airport, which what airport was that, by the way? No idea. Uh, it's just like generic airport 101. Well, Ontario? But, <laughs> yeah, I guess. Yeah, I guess whatever airport that was. But so when they get to that uh, apartment, the daughter is so like mean to the dad and like so no one wants the situation right so why is yeah. it happening like i just don't get how uh how laurel like what she what's her deal like what's i guess like her dad was bad but then why would she want to stay with him it's just, it just makes no sense none of it and makes maybe any in sense. hopes of like fixing her family dynamic because remember she prays for her family yeah you know what's funny too actually i just remembered is during when they're at the airport, did you notice that Eddie gets to the airport in his full full uni, full uniform? Because he had to like run on, remember? Because he like pitched really fast to get off oh, the yeah. field. Yeah, yeah. And then they bust it to the airport for some reason. And then the shot of him walking out towards the car, then they show Laurel in the car. And then they cut back to Patrick Warburton and he's in the street clothes. He's I in regular clothing, completely changed off screen in the matter of five seconds. Incredible. Hey, yeah, there you just go. Good, a, just, quick changer. Yeah, they just <laughs> didn't have a continuity person on set. That's all that happened. Yeah, yeah. I Two different days of that. shooting. But, Amazing. you know, by listening to your podcast, I can definitely tell that you're the kind of guy who notices that kind of stuff. <laughs> well, I mean, totally I mean, because it, it was like shots that were like three seconds apart. It was like cut. It's like Patrick Warburton in full uniform and it's not like you can mistake someone in full uniform yes, then sir. cut to laurel three seconds cut back to patrick warburton and he's wearing completely different clothes okay yeah maybe this is on me this isn't like nacho libre painted jack black and his toast is almost gone and they show him again the toast is back <laughs> this isn't like that this no, is full clothing change yeah full change so, so anyway. maybe this one's on me so yeah. um 
they get to his high rise. Um, yeah. And she and sucks there. She totally like cock blocks her dad. And by the oh, way, yeah. Patrick Warburtoner, you know, Eddie, total womanizer. <laughs> like yeah. this scene yeah, right yeah. here made him look so bad. I also too like uh, they get dinner right. Yeah. Uh, or yeah. Well, she's like he's like showing her around the apartment. Like, oh, you'll sleep here into the weight room. Oh, I don't have a bed. Sorry. Like, it's yeah. all it's so tropey the whole thing. And I, I think I literally said out loud, I'm like, oh, well, they're gonna have pizza for dinner. Oh yeah. <laughs> I was like right away. I was like, oh, pizza's for dinner. Like that's the classic dad move that doesn't know how to cook and is the bachelor yep. thing. And I was like, oh, okay. And then they yep. ordered pizza. It's like of this course is pre. This is pre Postmates. Yeah, it was very like, clear. Modern day would have been a Postmates kind of night, but yeah, you know, back in the two thousands, yeah. that's all it was like Chinese takeout that delivers and uh-huh. pizza. Those are uh-huh. the options. And you have to have yeah, you have to have the takeout Chinese all over the all over the apartment. You have to legally, absolutely, absolutely. That just <laughs> that's every movie works. trope. Um, so I think that's about it for like the first night. You know, yeah, she's the yeah. This is your room. Yeah. You're gonna be sleeping in the weight room because I mean, where else would you have slept? Right, not the couch. Well, he has like all her toys and stuff or whatever. She like plays with them later. That was weird. The dolls. <laughs> yeah, that I'm was too weird. old for dolls. That was super weird. I didn't like any of that. Yeah, so he could prepare with all that, but he couldn't prepare with the bed. Yeah, I don't. You're not <laughs> supposed to think about it. Not even the couch. <laughs> yeah you're gonna sleep on this weight yeah. oh yeah this is also where we where he starts watching like his buckner game right yes. like his yeah he's like rewinding it's very much like fever pitch like quite literally uh jimmy fallon rewinding going crazy play. yeah yeah you know, it's like pitch dark he has the yeah uh, he's the just sitting there and then the she like, sneaks in and like sees him watching it and like oh please like oh and this is where she goes and makes the little prayer correct right yeah. and then it's like that really weird reflection effect that they do on the window and then she's praying yeah. and then this is when homeboy later falls like that's when he comes to earth yeah the worst part about like all of that so i have it written here music box playing equals prayers working yeah, 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 yeah. Maybe I did that wrong my entire life. I just kind of always prayed in silence. Maybe my dad <laughs> taught me wrong. Maybe I needed to like listen to you know a little music box action, some yeah, sounds, to. and then that's you know, the key. Yeah, I would have woken God and Jesus up. Would have been like, you got it, brother. Yeah, I think that's I think that's in Revelations. Yeah. So somehow we've seen now in three angels movies that prayers work. That this is yeah. the narrative they are constantly pitching. The prayers work. Yeah. Because, see, he shows up at, what was it, her, like, at school or at her dance res- class or something? Yes, falls during her ballet class dash rehearsals. Yeah. Cool. And then and, she looks out, and they're like, what are you looking at? Kind of, and then, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then uh, we have this, like, little mean girls moment. Where, yes. like, you know, oh, the yeah. popular girls or, you know, the pretty what? girls, whatever you want to call them, you know, they're kind of like the clique. You know, oh, it sucks. They're making sucks. fun of Laurel and her dad's bad pitching because what else do teenage girls pay yeah, attention yeah. to? They're all, <laughs> exactly what I thought. Yeah, they're definitely all sitting there every fifth day watching Eddie's steady pitch. Yeah, 100%. That's it. Well, I mean, you know, they could be Angels fans. I mean, you know, this mm. apparently takes place in Anaheim. So, what, what a know, dig. I, what a dig to like yeah. know your dad's bad at baseball. Yeah, really got the, him. <laughs> The best part of this entire scene, the mean girls try to like drop this liquid on Laurel, but instead the angel dumps oh, it on oh. our, our main antagonist. Yeah, catches know. it, drops it straight on her. I 100% know how they did that. Like, I don't even need to look it up. Like it was straight up saran wrap, right? Like there's no, they like, just put saran wrap. 
like i mean it works the effect works fine like there's no problem like it's practical but yeah it's yeah it's pretty lame and then that all oh, the the food push it oh it's stupid who cares like i don't care about any of this at this point too i'm going i'm already like fernando what did you do to me like what do you <laughs> Look, and this is like, we're like 15 she, minutes in and you're like god yeah when she it. starts getting bullied i'm like dude this sucks like get me out of here anyway we should move on we should just keep, we quit just, at this point yeah let's just keep fight. going okay so at, at 40 minutes in is when i wave the white flag and i watch this movie at 1.25 speed really that's what i should that's that, at that point i given up at that point, I had stopped paying attention. Well, I think it was once the devil came in. Okay, yeah. So I'll fast forward my notes to yeah. Satan is all of a sudden at this game. Yeah. Also, okay. The one, one, the Crimson Devils, my favorite Arizona-based baseball team. Yeah. Is the Crimson Devils? Just make it the Tampa Bay Devil Rays. Easy. Yeah. They're the yeah, Devil Rays at this point. Well, I mean, if you're looking for a major league, team, just the Devil Rays. They well, just they didn't use the Red pay. Sox, but yeah, you know, they totally Red Sox. Totally Red Sox. Just pick uniform. the Devil Rays. Why create? Why take away the Diamondbacks? Was this an arty thing? Like, what happened? Did they just Maybe. took the Diamondbacks away, and then just said, "Crimson Devils," my favorite yeah. Major League Baseball. Yeah, just Tampa Bay Devil Rays. Absolutely. Um, but anyway, was so, so bad too. Yeah. Oh, terrible. Terrible. Yeah. Also, the broadcasters suck. Like the broadcasters in Angels in the Outfield were like comedic relief. Yes. These were just bad clones, right? Like it was just a bad clone of trying to hit the same trope. Um, Absolutely. But the when the devil shows up and he takes his hat off and he's like ordering, like he's getting hot a hot dog or whatever, like from the vendor. And he like takes the hat off and he has horns on and he's all red. Like that vendor just didn't even care at all. Was he was like, like, he's a right, big cool. devil's fan. Yeah. He's like, whatever, dude, I'm getting like four bucks an hour. I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> going to walk this whole Toronto sky dome. Yeah. yeah. That was rough. That was super rough. So yeah. Um, yeah. This is the point where I was literally like, I don't care. Like, let's just get this over with. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. No. Um, and this is also the part where Eddie's ex-wife or, or were they still married at this point? Their ex-wife, ex-wife. Okay. Claire's his ex-wife, yeah. So she grabs the portable TV from a student who is casually just watching this with his with no headphones on in class. Yeah, just not even trying. Just like whatever, dude. Yeah. I mean, anytime I tried to like hide that I was listening or watching something on TV, I didn't just have it on speaker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, not sneaky, bro. Yeah, this is your fault. You brought this upon yeah. yourself. So Laurel busts out the iconic arm flapping moment and tells her dad that she has to believe. Eddie throws a ball at 102 miles an hour. So I've seen a lot of 102 mile an hour fastballs in my life. None of them have ever had yeah. smoke coming from the ball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They got to sell it. Well, it's just yeah. like the, we're talking about the rookie, which came out a couple of years after this. The sound effect they used for every fastball at 98. That like... <laughs> I was like, yeah. what was this? Whose idea was this? You got, yeah. like, I can tell, like, just show the gun. I know it's fast. Just hit the, the pop of the mitt and hear some seams. I don't need, like, a rocket launch. But yeah. anyway, that's a different movie. So since we've skipped now to, like, the 45-minute mark, we're, like, the halfway part of the film. Like, the agent is, like, a believer now that, like, okay, there's, there's yeah. angels here. And you know what I find, like, the weirdest thing? So at this point, we've already experienced the first Angels in the outfield in this world, right? So, like, they know that Angels play baseball. Why didn't the agent just, like, begin, like, believe this to begin with? 
Like, hey, yeah, that's angels. what. He, he that's like, oh, where my okay. question comes. So, like, did did they know? Right? Like, did 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 is this exist in the world of angels in the outfield as well, or is this a completely separate thing? I have a feeling it's a completely separate thing. Probably, but I mean, how could you do that? You know yeah, what I it's mean? Weird. Like, you can't have um, like also, something so closely named yet have this be completely different. I also just found out that the agent played by Kurt Fuller is in a separate episode of the wonderful world of Disney. Uh, he really? plays principal Frank Hockenberry in principal takes a holiday, which released in 1998. So okay. he was in two separate wonderful world of Disney TV shows slash movies. Was that a movie also, or was it just like, a I, I think all of them are. Really? Yeah, this is an hour 36. Uh, let's crazy. see. A rowdy high school senior. Oh, man, this is really long. Hold on. A rowdy <laughs> high school senior risks losing a $10,000 gift his parents promised him for a graduation if he can complete a year without getting in trouble by getting uh, by getting caught by the principal in a prank. However, when an accident befalls the current principal, the senior goes and finds a drifter to show up at the school as the new principal to get his records erased. Jesus. <laughs> anyway, that's principal takes a holiday starring Kurt Fuller. Clearly, these are all forgettable films. That's yeah. that's what well, we're Kurt Fuller is like a, a pretty decent actor too. You know, like he's pretty big too. Like he's in CSI and so like is he's Patrick. In like, yet here we are. Yeah, I mean, he's in Parenthood. What else is he in? Uh, Shooter. He's in Blackish, Supernatural. Oh yeah, it's right. He's in Supernatural. He plays Zach Ryan Supernatural. Yeah, he's like he's in Ghostbusters, like <laughs> Anger Management. Yeah, he's had a very good career. Okay. Not this one. <laughs> not, not, not even a blip on the radar. Yeah. Okay. Um, so as I put it, the agent's a believer now. So Eddie pitches a wow, and the catcher's glove oh, yeah. is now on fire. Oh, the wow, yeah. yeah. And then he throws a ball so hard that the catcher then flies into the backstop. Mm-hmm. Because Disney, right? You know, they got to yeah. sell and the that fact kinda, that he's just throwing fire now. That kind of happens in Rookie of the Year. Yes. Too. He gets knocked down. He doesn't fly, but he gets knocked down. Yeah, no, th- this is like a full on, like, you know, devil yeah, levitation. Ya. Like a full, <laughs> like, yeah, a full yank. Like that was a, there was a set set up for that whole He flies whole into gag. the umpire. So, yeah. Okay. So now Eddie sees the head angels initials on the mound. So this is kind of when Eddie's kind of oh, like, yeah. oh, whoa, what's happening? And this is what sets up the, uh, the grand finale satan makes a deal with the player from the devils ken okay i have a question about this okay i I think i may have missed this why does that player hate eddie i don't think that like the player hates eddie as much as like satan comes and is like oh hey so they're getting help why can't you when satan gets to that player He's hitting like he's like taking BP and oh, hitting right. a picture of Eddie. And yeah, I forgot about that. Didn't the the his Buckner game style thing wasn't that against the Crimson Devils too? So I believe it was. Wasn't it that batter? That same batter is like the one that hit the dribbler back to the mound that he threw away. Yes. So shouldn't he love that guy? <laughs> Should, shouldn't that player hate or love Eddie? And shouldn't Eddie hate him? Yeah, it makes, you're, you're looking too much into this, Steve. Well, like, I just don't get his, he has no motive to, like, yeah, sign, like, this is a big point in the movie, right, for him to sign this contract with the devil. With his blood. So, yeah, like, why does he, why does he care? 
He very clearly can beat him and has done it in the past. He doesn't need any help. Well, maybe no because maybe this was like his only success he's had in his career. So, you know, so like here's where I'll stop you, Fernando. Okay. This is what we run into all the time when we're talking about bad movies is saying the word maybe. Okay. You can't say the word maybe. You can't assume like they have to tell you. That's how a movie works. It's, just, it's lazy. It's lazy it's writing. Fair. It made yeah. me really mad. I was like, why does this guy care? Why is he signing a deal with the devil? Who cares? Anyway. So, so after this note, Laurel breaks into song, starts singing Lion, Sleep, uh, Lion Sleeps Tonight. Because, you know, what, what else would she be doing? Uh-huh. <laughs> which got, which, by the way, got uh, cut from the YouTube version. <laughs> yes, yeah, because, you know. <laughs> Couldn't hear it. Yeah, then you can't. Oh, yeah, because she's doing her little dance thing. She's like, a, she's trying to be a dancer, right? Yeah, she does this dance that I, I, I guess is supposed to be good, but, like, nothing really seemed amazing about this dance. I mean, she yeah. literally just got, got lifted and, like, carried into the air. Yeah. It, it wasn't even graceful. Yeah, it's just, I mean, whatever. It's a, it's a 12-year-old dancing. Who cares? Yeah, Laurel's <laughs> literally levitating, so good stuff. So Bob drops a tape of Laurel's first dance rehearsal just randomly, and Eddie mm-hmm. doesn't even check what it is. He just kind of pops in the VHS because, you know. As you do. Yeah. <laughs> That's what everyone does. Every time. <laughs> <laughs> I just find a t- tape on the floor. I watch it. Yes. So Like the after- ring. <laughs> Yes, yes, exactly. <laughs> so really, this, really flirting with danger. He kind of has this little like moment of clarity in his life where he's like, oh, I love Laurel because that's what happens when a VHS randomly falls at your feet. You put it in. You randomly decide that day you love your kid. So he decides to be selfless, gets rid of his gym, and gives Laurel the proper room, right? Her proper room. Viva Los Angelitos! This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. You know, we've all been going through a lot. You're not alone. And you know what else you're not alone in? Being okay. It is okay to not always be okay. Without a healthy mind, being truly happy and at peace is hard. The good news is therapy works and it's proven to work. But what is therapy exactly? Well, therapy is exactly what you want it to be. Maybe you're not feeling motivated today and would like some tools to help. Or maybe you're feeling insecure in relationships or even work. Or maybe you're just not dealing well with stress. Whatever you need, it's time to stop being ashamed of normal human struggles and start feeling better because you deserve to be happy. And now you don't have to worry about finding an in-person therapist near you to help. BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist so you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to it's much more affordable than in-person therapy and you can start communicating with your yes your therapist in under 48 hours guys join the millions of people who are seeing what online therapy is really about it's always a good time to invest in yourself because you are your greatest asset this podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. Halos of the Infield listeners get 10% off their first month at BetterHelp.com slash Halos. That's better, H-E-L-P dot com slash Halos, H-A-L-O-S. Viva Los Angelitos! Enjoy the rest of the show. At this point, by the way, Fernando, fully scrolling on Instagram. Like I am fully not paying attention. I don't. I don't even remember that happening. So, perfect. oh man, you gave up you, to say. <laughs> I totally gave up. Oh man, I'm Steve. I'm disappointed. We brought you on here for 
for your movie. Expertise. I'm still here. I watched it. It's just that's fair. I had a second screen. I was real quick. I, was I gotta like, know how often does that happen when you're watching movies like for your podcast? Like how often is there a movie that's so bad in your 55 movies? Uh, yeah, that happened with Caddyshack. Okay, Caddyshack was that episode. In all fairness, Caddyshack is so slow. Okay. That movie is so poorly paced. Okay. Um. So yeah, there was some scrolling going on with Caddyshack. Um, there was some scrolling going on with um, Super Troopers. Okay. Um, yeah, some Fair some enough. of the some of the bad comedies that we've watched. Um, okay. I was like, Ugh, it was, yeah. <laughs> for, I, 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 that's fair. That's fair. I mean, like I said, I was in Chicago during this, so I was like, I think there was actually a point where I was playing MLB The Show while this was playing on my iPad. So completely fine. <laughs> yeah, completely reasonable thing to do. Yeah. Um. So one of my favorite one-liners comes immediately after this. So Dexter Deacon, the guy from ESPN gives my absolute favorite line will this one game winning streak come to an end ah uh, yes <laughs> the only that. chuckle so the only chuckle i had which by the way i looked up the player randy fleck is the name of the character he's played by Dwayne davis um he was in nightmare of elm street for the dream master oh, the most uh, looks like he's yeah. looks like he uh stopped acting in 2010 that's his last credit he was also in little big league so there you go <laughs> okay um but the only chuckle I had uh, is uh, was when they cut to the ESPN reporter um, and like he's and like this, like the, I'm using the word chuckle very lightly. Like I, it was like maybe a nose exhale. Um, but what, no, this is I, I recognized this moment as a joke. <laughs> that, that's as far as I'll go with it. I recognize okay. that this was a joke that had humor to it is when they show the lower third on ESPN. It's the guy that has been railing against the Angels all season. And then it just says Angels fan. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that I was like, oh, that's kind of funny. Okay. That's decent. I remember <laughs> this. This was near the end. I think I wrote that here in the notes. Yeah, um, yeah. They Because they start winning, right? Like everything's yeah. going great. And, you know. Absolutely. All right. So sure. uh, we'll, we'll speed this up. So Eddie's apparently a player GM because he just goes up to like his, uh, his manager. Like he's LeBron. It's like, hey, yo, put this guy uh-huh. in. So the player gets put in, uh, he's apparently like the worst hitter in the league. Oh this is yeah, he's what, batting he's batting 122 or whatever. The yeah, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, so he, you know, of course, just so he grows boobs. 